0: I used to be a terrible singer. I would sing and people would be like, stop, wait, hold on, let's start this again. And then they'd restart songs or I've had people ask me, it's like, they'd look at me and they'd be like, are you tone deaf? I heard that by multiple people. Sometimes I remember singing in the audience during like church song service or something and people would be sitting next to me and they would like look and they'd look forward and they would just kind of, scoot over a little bit, so I'm not throwing them off. And I just remember just seeing those comments, and often it would like crush me, or it would just, it would feel so bad. Like, I'm just like, oh man, I remember seeing was one of the most unpleasant experiences for me, because it was just like, associated in my brain as just, Like, I'm just causing problems to people, this isn't unpleasant, I'm just like messing up the noise space over here, and this is like just constantly these discouraging thoughts that go through my mind, but it's a part of like worship, it's a part of life, and I'm just like, I can't get a grip or I can't seem to enjoy this process. But today I'm gonna be sharing with you my testimony of learning how to sing and the journey that God took me on that, as well as uh, we're gonna be showing you how you can take any of your current weakness and turn it into your greatest strength. But before we do that, my name is Enoch Lethingwell, and here at the Army of Youth, we are passionate about helping young people to identify the unique talents and to dedicate them to the Lord's service. So if this is something that interests you, I encourage you to subscribe, follow us on social so you can get more messages just like this. So as my story continues, uh, in my experience, I grew up listening to a lot of rock music, and rock music is not the best to learn how to hold a tune and to sing. And um, music wasn't really a big part of my life, to be honest. This is, um, I only listened to like 30 songs at any given time in my childhood. And I would listen to one on like repeat over and over and over. And I just didn't have a lot of variety. Music wasn't a big part of my life. But as I gave my heart to Christ, I started to see that singing is as much a part of worship as is prayer. And many a song is a weapon that we could always use against discouragement, and I find that music is so powerful. And yet, I didn't know how to sing, so I had this problem. And I remember very distinctly, for s- several years, I, um, whenever we would sing, I'd um, I'd hear these comments that are just like, uh, "Are you tone deaf?" Or it's like, "Yeah." Um, people would walk away and I just remember these things. So whenever I would start to sing, or if I had to sing in like a in an area where there's only like three or four of us or something, I always had this, this limiting belief or this thought re- looping in my mind like a broken record player. It's like, we could be singing a song, but all I can hear in my mind is like, are you tone deaf, are you tone deaf, are you tone deaf? And it's like, it was so discouraging to try to sing anything and it just made me want to like give up to not even do it and a lot of people are like just stop stop it's okay don't even try this isn't something that you really need to uh it's like don't even bother you know uh enoch some people have the gift of singing and then there's you and you just don't so you should probably quit and i mean there's all these different like thoughts and ideas and and i'm just sharing with you from an aspect the example of singing but this applies to so many different talents and areas of life. Like you might be a writer, you might be a speaker, you might have this gift in you, you might have this cultivation or this opportunity, this possibility that lies within you that Christ has gifted you with, but you wouldn't even know unless you could understand or go through some of the similar journey that I have. And I remember was there was distinctly, there's this one day, this lady was saying at this youth group where she's like, you know, Uh, singing is like a muscle the more that you use it the better you get and I was like what so you mean to tell me that if I just persevere through this unpleasant stage or this awkward uncomfortable uh, singing like one day if I like do my best and I trust God with the rest that I'll be able to like actually sound good or at least pleasant or halfway decent it's like whoa that thought just flooded my heart with joy and encouragement. Hebrews 5.14, it really shows that our senses are exercised. We strength is gained through exercising. And um, so I, I chose to believe that. I chose, I'm like, if only that is true. What if that could be? And instead of I, accepting this identity that's like, I'm not a singer, or I'm tone deaf, or I can't sing, and all of these limitations of what I was limiting God and being able to work through me, what I did is I started to try to overcome this idea that i must um I must be perfect or I must be this gifted just out of the box like right off the get go, um just start with like this with this great singing voice, and started to adopt this mentality that, well, Luke 16, 10, it's my favorite verse. If I'm faithful in that which is least, I'll be faithful also much. So if I just be faithful with the little singing voice that I have, or the little ability I might have, then eventually I could be faithful in much, and I could grow over time. And that really encouraged me. There was also a verse in Psalms 100 where it says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And oh, I claim that. I said it. And when it was time to sing, it's like, all right, well, time to make a joyful noise. And once I made this shift in my mind that I wasn't singing for others, but really recognizing why was I doing this? Was I doing this to please others or to um, help, or to, how do I say, to get the approval of others? Or was I doing this for praise God, to glorify Him and because of my gratitude that I have to Him? Well, I realized that once I shifted my thoughts and my motive of singing or or using this talent for Christ and cultivating it for his service, I realized that song music is a a talent of influence that God desires all of us to cultivate. And I figure, we're going to be singing in heaven, so why not start now? So all of these things, I started to gather some strong reasons. I was intentional with my devotions. I was intentional with the words that I put in my mind. And I started to replace these limiting beliefs that would prevent me and shaped my identity. And I started to shift and reframe these limiting beliefs into liberating truths. Liberating truths where Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And you'll be free indeed. So I like, liberating truths, like, hey, I, like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Instead of saying, I can't sing, I'll never be able to do, so I shouldn't even try, I could say that, well, I'm singing to the Lord, and I can make a joyful noise. Sometimes in the beginning, I might say, like, well, I could croak a joyful noise, but Um, recognizing that this is a journey and I just need to push through and if it really is like a muscle and I remember doing push-ups for the first time it was hard I couldn't do like the the full like uh, full regular push-ups I had to do like the girl push-ups on my knees and sometimes I was humiliating but um, by persevering a little bit after being able to do 10 and doing 15, 20, and then I could finally get off my knees and I could start doing actual push-ups. It's just like any muscle. The more that we cultivate a little bit, they incrementally get better over time. And sure enough, I found that a lot of those people that were saying some people have the gift and others don't, they didn't understand this principle of continual advancement, this principle of when we dedicate our talents to Christ's service, we add and God multiplies. There is no greater way that I know to cultivate any talent or ability than dedicating it for the service of God and man because then His Holy Spirit is able to teach you and equip you and strengthen you as you do the work. Think about the children of Israel. It, at the Red Sea, it was when they put their wa- their feet in the water then the waters parted. And likewise with your talent, with my talent, as I started to use it more, then eventually I started to sing for special music or then I started to sing with with groups or started having a uh, family worship which helped. Another thing that I did is I interviewed people, friends, gospel workers, uh, gospel soldiers, those who had good singing voice who loved music and I asked them, how did you learn how to sing? Did you do this? Were you like this automatically? Were you always this way? And I was shocked to find out that several people who have great voices now, they said, no, I wasn't always like that. And I'm like, what? Tell me what made the difference. And many of them said it was by having daily family worship, evening and morning family worship with my family. I learned how to sing and I learned the difference. Um, hymns and songs and and scripture songs. I'm like, whoa! That's what I want. That's what I need. And we started having family worship, and it was a safe environment where I felt safe to be able to practice, to flounder, to make mistakes. And it was really nice because I knew that it was a place that was void of judgment. That was void of of um, just casting a, a dark light or discouraging words and. And it gave me the permission to use my talents for Christ and to cultivate over time. And it was a great encouragement. But I realized through this process that whatever our, our faith, our beliefs are about that thing, it starts to uh, get very, um, these things will shape who we are. It's what we believe about the subject that makes the biggest difference. So when we change our limiting beliefs to liberating truths, then we're able to make that identity shift that we need to turn our current weakness that is that is supported by limiting beliefs into our greatest strengths that is that is structured by liberating truths, and in doing that, um, just today I was able to uh, do a special music with two of my friends, uh, Kamran and Tina, and we we sang a song I really enjoyed, Be Still My Soul, and it was a very pleasant experience to be able to share from the heart, from the soul, what God has, has done through this song and this ministry of music, and I realized that. Like, personally, I just want to cultivate whatever talents that I can, that can be used to bless others, that can glorify God, because I'm so grateful for what He has done. My appeal, my encouragement to you, friends, is that we would not, that you you would stop limiting God in what you say He can't do through you, because... God doesn't call a qualified. He qualifies a called. And when you dedicate your talents to Christ's service, He strengthens it. He develops it. He can take your current weakness and make it become your greatest strength. Now, music may not be uh, my greatest strength or ability right now, but it's something where now it's like it's at least a little bit more pleasant. It's something that it doesn't make you cringe if you hear, or I haven't seen anybody step away from me for quite a few years. So, uh, but God is um, God is put on this progressive path, and so I want to encourage you that whatever it is, you have a gift. God has a plan for your life. Your gift that might be lying dormant, unused. God is waiting for you to use. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to become great and to be able to use this for God's service. Maybe it's a gift of speaking. Maybe it's a gift of writing. Or maybe it's some sort of artistic ability that God wants you to put it out there and to share with others. Not hoard yourself and try to perfect, perfect, be perfect before you ever use it for serving. It might be playing an instrument for the glory of God. It might be um, some skill that you're trying to cultivate. Whatever it is, my friends, it's as you use it. It's in the water men learn how to swim, not on the land. So use what little you have and trust God with the rest and it makes a huge difference. I'm going to share with you a song that I really enjoy. It's a scripture song. It's in 1 John 5, 4. And it really shows us that it is our faith. It's our beliefs. It is the liberating truths and believing in the truth of God's word that's going to help us to overcome the world, overcome our weakness, overcome the very thing that you feel is your greatest limitation. And it could really become your greatest opportunity. And it goes 1 John 5, 4. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world And this is the victory that overcometh the world Even our faith, even our faith Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is a victory that overcometh the world even our faith even our faith and this is the victory 1st John 5:4. even our faith even our faith it is your faith in the promises, and the liberating truths of God's word, that will overcome any weakness, any obstacle, any any inability that you now have. God can make it a strong fortification that you could use for His service. So I want to encourage you this. If you desire to cultivate your talent so that you could live your calling and really strengthen the abilities that God has, dormant inside of you, then I encourage you to take a look at the account book that we created. It's called Live Your Calling Daily Account Book. This is a very special book because it helps you to take inventory of what are the talents that you actually have? What what is the direction that God is leading your life? And how can you turn this into actionable steps that will help you along the journey so that you can live your calling? Daily, it's able to document some very specific prayers as you are seeking for wisdom, seeking for growth and strength from the Lord that you're able to ask God consistently so you have a system for when you are able to ask God and measure the progress and the growth that you're making in the calling that God has specifically for your life. If you want a tool to help you propel you in the direction that God is leading you, then I encourage you to grab a copy of the Live Your Calling Daily Account Book. All you have to do is go to the website, thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book, and you can order yours today. That's again, com forward slash account book, and you can pick up your copy today. If you thought this video was encouragement, I encourage you to let me know in the comments below what is something that you see God is working in your life right now that you may have limiting beliefs, but you are willing today to start accepting the liberating truths, to start looking for the truths in God's Word to help equip you so that you can live your calling. What are the limiting beliefs or the skill or the talent that you believe is dormant that you want to cultivate? I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for watching. And remember that God doesn't call a qualified. He qualifies a call.